We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Cheese fans, we're going to hook you up in style for the big game coming up on February 7th. Be listening each weekday at 11.35 and 11.50 for your chance to qualify for a customized big game jersey, hoodie, and hat, plus a replica commemorative coin from the championship game. Just follow us on Twitter at Cody B. Tap and Alex Gold so you can see what you'll win because gold this gear is pretty sweet. One step away from running it back, KC. Tune in weekdays at 11.35 and 11.50. Only on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Breeland now it's picked off, picked off off the deflection. It's picked off by Fenton. It was a deflected slant and intercepted. Fenton, who was a star last year on the run to Super Bowl 54 championship, but a terrific play on the slant, and the ball flew up in the air. Breeland on the coverage, and it is rolled into the arms of Fenton, and the Chiefs have an interception and a return to near midfield. Huge break, huge turnover. Kansas City's Rashad Fenton with the pick. And then you also have this absolutely terrible sack that that uh that Josh Allen allowed against, you know, Josh Allen allowed from one Legarius Sneed. Chris Jones back into the game at defensive tackle. Second down eight for the Bills at their own 41, leading three to nothing. Chiefs were three and out on their first series. Here comes a blitz to the left of Allen. Now being pressured, backing up, still backing up. He's gonna be smoked and sacked the way back at the 17-yard line. <laughs> it is a sack for Kansas City from the 41 back to the 17, a 24-yard sack. I'm going to say in the progress or in the grasp at the 26, a 15-yard sack, Legereus Sneed on the corner blitz. Terrible sack he took there. They had the opportunity. to. They were at the 41, had the opportunity to drive the ball down the field, get a touchdown, go up by two scores, and and put themselves in this great, in, put themselves in the driver's seat and have as good, I mean, it, it could be better, you get two touchdowns, but almost as good a position you could to be able to, to control the game against the Chiefs. You can slow it down. And take your time moving, moving the ball down the field. Instead, Josh Allen takes a terrible sack, horrendous sack. It was originally 24. They ended up marking it down. It was only 15 yards. Horrendous sack from Legereus Need, and it, it puts them in a really bad situation that they can't dig themselves out of, and it wasn't until uh, McColl muffed that punt the next play that they were able to, to get into the position to go up. Mm-hmm. And, again, other opportunities – to be able to, to move the ball down the field. He had an opportunity to end of the first half. They're down 21-9. He gets a touchdown, one-score game. You get a stop at the beginning of the second half. All of a sudden, you can take the lead. What happens? They 
struggle to put the ball in, even though the Chiefs are terrible in the red zone at, at, uh, at stopping teams from scoring touchdowns. And he ends up, they end up having to settle in for a field goal. Their coach doesn't trust them to get two and a half yards. That's tough yeah. when your coach doesn't, when he makes that call. Yeah. And it, it, that's the reason why uh, you got to give a lot of blame to, to Josh Allen. He had opportunities tonight to win this game, to show that he was at Mahomes' level. We, all we heard this week, I, and I, I, I laughed about this, I think it was yesterday, because uh, Mike Florio tweeted out about this on, uh, from uh, Pro, Football Folk, Pro Football Talk. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, there are some executives, some uh, people in the NFL, some insiders who believe that, that Josh Allen is at the same level as Patrick Mahomes. And he had the opportunity to back that up tonight, and he didn't do it. He didn't do it. He didn't show that he could he could play at the same level as Mahomes. Mahomes, again, as, as Dave from KC, uh, when he called in earlier on the show, <laughs> said it looked like he was in the Matrix. Well, well, Josh Allen, he looked like the moment was way too big for him. Right. And he looked he looked like he was playing in his very first conference championship game. And and you know, one of the things that I, I really appreciate about Mahomes from the very start is that Mahomes has never had that that, you know, big glowing eyes moment where it looked like the moment was too big for him. Josh Allen, he looked like that tonight. And that is, you know, going into this, as you mentioned, the one example, but people were hyping him up. People were pulling for him. People were painting this picture that Josh Allen and Mahomes are on a similar page, maybe the same. But after the performance, we see now that there is a big divide between the AFC quarterbacks and then Mahomes. And that is what makes him so special, right? Yeah. And, and I think that what we have seen now in, in these AFC playoffs is that there really isn't a quarterback that's at the same level as Mahomes. Right. And that's what we heard like last year when the, the Ravens had their big resurgence and they go 14 and two. All we heard was who's the best quarterback in the AFC. Is it Mahomes or is it Lamar Jackson? Right. That battle. That battle for supremacy at that position, obviously <laughs> with Deshaun Watson kind of playing third wheel there. But uh, and, and we saw that matchup between the Chiefs and the Texans, and and uh, Patrick Mahomes got the best of that of that battle. But then Lamar Jackson doesn't hold up his end of the bargain. They lose embarrassingly to the Titans, and you know, Patrick Mahomes kind of asserts his supremacy uh, in the in the conference. And then this year, again, Ravens had the opportunity to do it, and they started off really slow. Chiefs Ravens matchup head to head and Lamar Jackson has one of the worst games of his career. It's just amazing to see what little competition there is at the quarterback spot uh, as far as being at the very top of the AFC for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, there I mean and it, whether it just be that like to your point earlier, no moment is too big for him. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it is just pure difference of talent, but regardless we have seen him just maintain his category of his own. And, and then moving forward, hopefully this uh, in the next couple of weeks, we add another kind of trophy and we just prove even more that he is in a, in a category of his own. We'll see, though. But we're going to go to break. When we come back, we hope you're waking up, Kansas City. We are thrilled to be celebrating the AFC Championship back-to-back victories with you. So hit us up. Uh, stick around. We'll be back right after this. Hear from Brandon Flowers on Fesco in the Morning, Fridays at 645, 610 Sports Radio.
And we are back. It is the Championship Rewind, talking all things AFC Championship game. Your reaction, what you're thinking about Tampa. We are going to the Super Bowl again. Kansas City, get excited. Not sure if anybody thought this would be happening. Maybe you did think it was happening. I'm pretty excited regardless. Yeah, yeah. Definitely an exciting time. Um, Two weeks away from a potential second straight championship. Ooh, that's big. And it's it's something that we don't see very often in in the NFL. Uh, You don't see very many teams win back-to-back championships. I mean, usually you'll see a team every couple decades go out and do it, but uh, the Chiefs are poised to go out there and be that next team, and they could win more than just two straight. Uh, that's how good this team is, and and that's how much youth they have on the team. They've drafted well the last couple of years. Um, there's a lot to be confident about if you're a Chiefs fan. Certainly, certainly, and a lot uh, to tonight. Well, last night, I don't know what time it is. <laughs> Almost four in the morning. Last night, forgive us. We've been on <laughs> since one a.m. Uh, talking Chiefs and celebrating with you all. But a big part of the victory was the defense. The defensive side of the ball, Spags um, did a fantastic job. Keeping Josh Allen contained, um, one player stuck out. Five tackles, I believe, before exiting the game with an injury. But rookie Legereus Sneed, I feel the need for Sneed. We've heard it a few times this season. Uh, he's been he's been solid on the defensive side of the ball, doing some really big things, and then unfortunately left the game last night with a head injury. Yeah, concussion. He's in concussion so, protocol. Or protocol. Tough. So luckily. Two weeks until the Super Bowl, so he have plenty of time to recover. We have, we obviously saw with Mahomes and with Bashad Breland, they were in concussion protocol this past week leading up to last night's game, and um, they played. So yeah, I mean they're all different. It's every concussion is yeah. going to be different. Every athlete is going to respond differently. However, the time is is in his favor. Yeah, and and I'll tell you this. Uh, if you look at Sneed's Twitter, he was tweeting after the game. He kind of missed the fact that he couldn't be out there with his teammates uh, as they were celebrating winning the AFC championship. Um, he wanted to be out there on the podium holding the the Lamar Hunt trophy. Um, I don't I don't know if there's any way he's gonna he's not gonna be out there uh, in a couple weeks in Tampa at that Super Bowl. But I, I, I do agree with you. He has as a rookie. It's crazy because he's a rookie, fourth round pick. He has been so impactful in such a short amount of time. I mean, I mean again, I played this last segment. Listen to this play he made <laughs> on Josh Allen. Chris Jones back into the game at defensive tackle. Second down eight for the Bills at their own 41, leading three to nothing. Chiefs were three and out on their first series. Here comes a blitz to the left of Allen. Now being pressured, backing up, still backing up. He's going to be smoked and sacked. All the way back at the 17-yard line. It is a sack for Kansas City from the 41 back to the 17, a 24-yard sack. I'm going to say in the progress or in the grasp at the 26, a 15-yard sack, Legereus Sneed on the corner blitz. Not only has he been their best ball hawk in the secondary, been one of their best coverage guys in the secondary, he's their best blitzer. Like every play, I think he's what he's got like what five sacks on the season now, yeah. including playoffs. Yeah, he's, he's and he's just consistent too. Yeah, he's know? always making some sort of play, and especially now in the pass rush as a blitzer, 
it's just it's crazy how you have a guy who's this young and and didn't have a full off season like most players do. Mm-hmm. Didn't get to go to rookie mini camp. Didn't have a, a training camp in the same sense that you normally have. And yet he's come out here and he's had a major impact. He's taken to Spag's system, which we know can be a little hard. We saw the defense last year and they, they struggled early on in the season. But after the Titans loss, they, they figured it out. They got it together and they were great the rest of the way. It's amazing how Legereus Sneed has taken well to this offense, picked it up, and has been as impactful as he has been. Yeah, he has. I mean, and again, the leadership and uh, the culture that is on a daily basis shown with high discipline. Again, these are professionals. This is their job. But he slid right in, and he's playing his role, and he's doing it very well, and he's being supported. Um, You know, from the text line, and I know that this is where our conversation is potentially going um, from the four, two, three, how important is Snead being healthy versus the Bucks going to be? And, you know, you can say as important as you want, you know, next man up theory, Rashad Fenton came in for Snead made a big play and too, and got himself an interception. So certainly the ability that Snead bring the talent he brings is we hope to have him obviously with the receivers and with Brady looking for the receivers clearly. Uh, but again, next man up theory Fenton came in and did the job. Yeah. I, I think that Snead is important because of the amount of weapons that, mm-hmm. that the, uh, I almost said the Patriots because the they pretty much are the Patriots <laughs> that the bucks have because they have so many, I mean, obviously Antonio Brown didn't play today, right. but you expect him to be back for the super bowl, but you got Antonio Brown, you got Chris Godwin, you got Mike Evans, uh, Cameron Bate, he can sneak in and Cameron Bate, he can sneak in and be kind of good sometimes. And you got Brady. Yeah, and you, got, you obviously have Brady. So. Now, obviously Brady, he, he doesn't look like the same Brady we saw when he was in his prime in New England, but he still can be Brady at times. He was terrible in the second half of the NFC Championship game against Green Bay, but in the first half, he was great. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you can't take that for granted. You need as many cover, coverage guys as possible. So having a guy like Snead that that can that can make uh, interceptions, that can make plays in the in the uh, in the pass rush, be a ball hawk in that secondary is going to be very important because Brady wasn't really that great, and if he plays the way that he played in the second half uh, of of the game yesterday, something tells me that someone like Snead, who's you know very good at getting to the ball can make a play that turns that game around or helps affirm and grow a lead that the chiefs already have. So it's going to be very important for them because uh, you know, there were, there were interceptions that were thrown the last time the chiefs played the Patriots, uh, you know, Brady threw a couple of them. Those, if they get two interceptions against, against Brady in the, in the super bowl, you would think that those would help for a pretty comfortable win mm-hmm. in that, in that game against the chiefs. So uh, having a guy like Snead is going to be really, really important because of his ability to to force turnovers and or get sacks in a way that help you extend the lead you already have. Mm-hmm. On a similar note, uh, Coach Andy Reid did say a couple of injuries to update. Obviously, uh, we're talking about Snead right now. Also, Armani Watts, and he collectively said they both left the game with head injuries. Yeah, yeah, he, he he's in concussion say, protocol. He did say, I think those guys will be okay. Um, however... Didn't sound so optimistic about Eric Fisher leaving the game with a possible Achilles tear. That could be tough. Um, obviously, other side of the football, but, uh, you know, Fisher's done some really good things, and Achilles, that's not something to mess with. No, that's no, tough. That's, that's definitely scary. We'll, we'll definitely get more into that later on the show because, uh, yeah, 
Not what you want to have happen two weeks before the Super Bowl. Right. Stick around, though, because when we come back, we are talking the Brady-Mahomes matchup. Don't miss it. The only place in Kansas City to hear one-on-one from Patrick Mahomes is right here on 610 Sports Radio. Mahomes keeps it. He dies right side. Number 15 at 2.15 every Monday during the playoffs with CDOT and Sean as they recap their latest playoff game. Plus, look forward to Tampa Bay. Mahomes, his third touchdown pass. Run it back with Patrick Mahomes and The Drive every Monday at 2.15 on the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Good morning. Top of the morning to you. Top of the hour. We're looking at 401 on 610. It is the championship rewind. Kicking off your victory Monday. It's Uno Cero and Rocco in the booth. And it's Jillian right here on the mic with you guys this morning. We have our fours up because we're in the fourth quarter of our four-hour show. Yeah. Make sure you stick around after we finish because you'll have the run it back special with um, Dusty Likens and Pete Sweeney. Mm-hmm. As, That's a great show they yeah, have. Yeah. Solid So make sure you right keep there. it locked. And then 558, you will have Fesco in the morning. And obviously Josh Klingler, who is a chief sideline reporter, he will give you the scoop as he was there for that AFC championship win. Um, obviously, you'll have all the sound from the game last night. Mm-hmm. So make sure you keep it locked here. We got your best Chiefs coverage in town. You're not going to get anywhere better than there. Nope, all day. And, of course, Mr. Mahomes scheduled for 215, I believe. Yes. Absolutely. On, uh, on the drive with CDOT and uh, Sean Levine. So, a whole lot to talk about this week. Yeah, there's a whole lot to talk about for the next couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully uh, a bunch more positive that we can talk about after uh, we sit for these next couple weeks as uh, hopefully we celebrate a third Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl. Has we'll this said it for we'll you guys see. yet? No, it ha- not for myself. I'm still kind of, I don't even know what time it is, but <laughs> no, has, I am you, still you, not. What was that? Has it even, has it set in that, that our favorite team is going to the Super Bowl? Yeah. It hasn't. I, I went to sleep right after the game trying to get a little bit in and then came straight here and it's kind of work mode. It hasn't set in for me yet. Yeah. I, it has for me because I expected them to be in this role. So, like, it's just like for me, I, I kind of got the approach the team does where I'm like, okay, you know, time to take care of business next in a couple weeks. Maybe well, this is what it feels like when you're expecting it. That's what yeah. So Travis Kelsey said last year. It was people were people were doubting us and we had to get there and it was exciting because of that. And he said, now I'm excited to go prove some people wrong and show them why we belong here oh, yeah. for years to come, which you, I think was cool. If you remember a couple years ago when the Patriots won the Super Bowl, beat the Rams, the thing, the big thing we heard about was the Patriots, like everyone's doubting us. Everyone's saying that we can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, all this mess. And the Patriots use that as momentum, as fuel to uh, push themselves to a, another Super Bowl. Right. And people kind of laughed at that. 
because they thought it was kind of an imaginary storyline the Patriots were using to fuel themselves to to win another one when it wasn't really the case. And it kind of wasn't because people expected the Patriots to win. But the Patriots used that to to push themselves, and, and it made sense um, because you got to do what you got to do to try to push yourself to win a championship. That's the thing. Like, when you get to this level, like, you you know what works for you. Yeah. So if it is haters or doubters or whatever. Us. Yeah. You're a professional. You're going to go in there and do your job. But n- now with the Chiefs, there's valid reasons for them to feel like they're being slighted because you had so many people who are who are in, uh, who are football fans who are rooting against them because you have so many prominent media members, Colin Coward, uh, Skip Bayless, <laughs> who are just they're making a business out of hating on the Chiefs because they they feel like hey you know this is the best way for me to build my brand. Um, this is the best way for me to stand out. I, I guarantee you tomorrow, Colin Coward's going to blah, blah, blah this. They got lucky or whatever. Um, and and I guarantee you we're going we're gonna to see from Skip, oh, well, you know, if they'd have just gone, it's it's Sean McDermott's fault that the Bills didn't win, not, not because the Chiefs were better. I mean, there's going to be so many excuses laid out as to why the Chiefs did not deserve to win that game. And it's just something that is, I think is going to help propel them. Uh, the Chiefs are going to be a team that people are going to try and find any little minute mm-hmm. uh, excuse as, as to why they're not good enough to win a championship. Oh, well, they're not winning games by 10 plus. <laughs> they, oh, they, they didn't beat any prominent teams by 10 plus points. That's the reason why they, they, don't, they, they don't deserve to be considered the favorite to win a championship. And it's like, but they, you know, they beat all these playoff teams and they, they went eight and on the road and beat numerous playoff teams on the road, like mm-hmm. four playoff teams on the road. I mean, they did all these incredible accomplishments and people still found a way to, to, to crap on it because they don't like the chiefs. It's, it's amazing to see uh, how much fuel you have to have and sometimes got to be a little petty in order to be able to push yourself to a championship. And I, I give the chiefs a lot of credit for being able to, find it and use it to push themselves back to this position. Well, imagine they're not going to be um, hurting for any fuel or motivation when you go up against Tom Brady. So right now we're talking the Brady Mahomes matchup for the fifth time, the goat versus the kid as how is how Nate Burleson explained it. Uh, is this the passing of the torch? Let's just break down the matchup in general. Two huge names. Um, I don't know if you want to say the past and the future, Who's the present? Who knows? I don't know how you want to say I mean, that. I, I, I think Mahomes is your present right now. Present and the future. And yeah. is, is Brady the past? I think he's trying to hang he's on to. trying to hang on and still be he's a part of the He's putting up a present. fight. Look what the, the man just did. You know, you can't take away from him that he just went down to Tampa after leaving the Patriots. And look where he found himself in the Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl. I think he's the first quarterback to ever take a team to the Super Bowl in different conferences. So you got to give him a ton of credit you for doing that. can't take anything away from the guy. No, and, and I mean, obviously he inherited a very talented team, a team that uh, Jameis Winston was able to throw for over 5,000 yards and 30 touchdowns with, though he, he did, you know, cap it off with 30 picks too. And that's the reason, <laughs> Good balance why, there. That's the reason why they didn't make the playoffs last year, finished seven and nine. But he, there's a lot of credit that has to be given to, to Brady for being able to push this team in a way that they hadn't been able to to go. And in such a short time, too, to learn that offense and get chemistry with those receivers in such a short time and then be able to push them to, to greater heights. Tons of credit for that. And and Brady absolutely still thinks he can go out and win a championship, which he should because he's won six of them already. Um, but 
this is a, a battle. I kind of liken it, and it's not a perfect fit, but it's kind of like when you had um, when you had Michael Jordan and the Bulls going up against the Bad Boy Pistons, and the thing that really like really pushed Michael Jordan was he hated the Pistons, and he really they, I mean they beat him. And he was tired of getting beat up. He was tired of losing to them. And so eventually they found a way to, to get past them. And they did it in such a way it hurt the, the Pistons' feelings so much that they didn't even shake hands after they lost that series. And, and I feel like Mahomes and his competitive streak, even though uh, in their head-to-head matchups they're 2-2, two and two, Mahomes hates the fact that he didn't go to a Super Bowl his first year as a starter because of Tom Brady. <laughs> He hates it. But was I it Tom Brady or it. was it somebody who didn't know how to line up? You never know. I mean. I'm kidding. That D ball Ford. still touched Edelman's fingers, I believe, on the punts. Yeah. And they said it didn't. Oh, it didn't. Yeah. That yeah. thing and touched right, his right, right. That it touched sucker it. touched, it touched his, his finger. finger. Yeah, it touched But obviously finger. this matchup, I mean, has there been a Super Bowl matchup like this as far as quarterbacks? I'm sure at some point in time, not last 10 years, I don't think. I mean, Breeze and, and, and Peyton Manning was pretty big. Though at the time, Breeze hadn't reached the heights as right. far as just, all-time status. Yeah, this just represents to me so much of who they are. And I love that Mahomes is, uh, he's talked about it many times, he's still inspired by Kobe and the job's not done mentality, right? And we've heard it through from a few different players, um, just from sound, from post-game sound, but the job's not done. We didn't get this far to get this far. And I think that mentality is going to be big for them. And it starts with Mahomes. Yeah, and and we you know we talked about this uh, um, I don't know half an hour ago <laughs> about the pettiness of Patrick Mahomes, and how he always finds some sort of little fuel to push himself to greater heights. I guarantee you, he's sitting there thinking about that that loss to the Patriots. Think about the two he losses he forgotten. had. To, yeah, the two losses he had to the Patriots in 2018. Guarantee you, he still thinks about that and he hates that. You know, this is something that Bink's been talking about a lot the last few weeks, which is about Nick Saban and how Nick Saban is, when he was asked about winning seven uh, national championships uh, at Alabama, he was like, man, I, 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 the thing that irks me and I think about more is the two losses that I had in national championship games. Hmm. And I, I guarantee you that's something that, that really gets, on, uh, gets to Patrick Mahomes too. Patrick hates the fact that he wasn't the best at the very beginning. Immediately, exactly. He hates that. And I guarantee like I, I guarantee you the next time the Chiefs play the Seahawks, he's going to be thinking about the loss that they had in Seattle to the Seahawks. And uh, the next time they play the Rams, I guarantee he's going to be thinking the same thing the next time they play the Rams. Oh, man, I'm still pissed that we lost that game to the Rams. And, and same thing with the Colts. And I know he was, he was very mad about the Texans' loss. Because they went out and they scored 51 points in the playoffs against him. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is one of those guys that doesn't forget. And this is going to be one of those games where even though he's beat him the last couple times, you, you can certainly point to the, the first time he beat him and say that uh, that Patriots team was a, was a shell of what they used to be, the shell, a shell of what they were the year before. And, and certainly beating the, the Bucs was, was really big for him. But the Bucks were kind of in a downturn a little bit, having some chemistry issues. But now the the Bucks are at the they're clicking on all cylinders. Their offense is as best as good as it's been all season. And now you got an opportunity to beat them when they're at their best. And I guarantee you, Mahomes ain't forgetting that. No. He thinks about it every night before he goes to bed. 
It's the first thing he thinks about when he wakes up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can picture he's just got like I pick, it's I, written I'm, around the house. It's on the ceiling. It's on the mirror when he's. I can imagine his teeth, him. He wakes that's what he's up looking at. and he he turns he he uh, he opens his phone and he goes on YouTube and he looks up the highlights from those <laughs> losses on because you know like the NFL posts the uh, the videos of the highlights for every game. I guarantee you, he's one of those guys that he watches that, those games over and over again. Wake up at like four twelve, just yeah. text Garrick Dieter these highlights. Yeah, like bro, he, you remember this, bro? Yeah, he's out here. Sending something, Andy's like, we got it. We got to get these guys. Brittany, wake up. Look, we got to get them. Remember this day? She's in on it too. They're all in. On oh yeah. It. Oh, she's loving it too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Even the dogs, they're all in on it. All like, I, it. something tells family. me that the Petty and Mahomes is not gonna let him forget about those losses, even though he's avenged them twice now. He's not gonna let himself forget about that because he knows that that prevented me from being as great as I had wanted to be as early as I wanted to be. It's going to get to the point like where Shaq was lying about players in his head, like denying him in, uh, autographs when he was younger, yeah. just to have that motivation. Right. Patrick's going to run through the league, and he's not going to be able to really have like, man, I can't believe the last time we lost to whomever. Like, he's just going to keep going through them. You're going to have to start making stories up. Like, you you were running the last dance when, uh, you know, we, we heard about um, – when the Bulls were playing the Jazz in the finals and how uh, Michael Jordan was so pissed that Carl Malone, Malone won the MVP. Like, he just went out and he just embarrassed the Jazz. Mm-hmm. Like, if yeah. if the Packers would have won, because, I mean, obviously, we agree. Aaron Rodgers is going to win the MVP, right? Oof. We agree on that. We agree on that. I'm chilling. I, don't I mean, know. I, I think I he's know. going to. I played the fifth. He wouldn't get my vote, but I think he's going to. But I guarantee you, if the Chiefs would have played the Packers, mm-hmm. he would have used that as motivation the same way MJ did for Carl Malone. Like he would have used similar that. Situation. He would have used that as motivation. He would I mean I mean he was pissed that Trubisky got drafted as as high as he did in the draft. Remember they played the Bears a couple mm-hmm. years ago and he's counting down? Like Pat, you know he's pissed about he would be yeah. pissed about that. Pat's yeah. a tied to like hold the fact that uh, Aaron Rodgers had more lines in that one commercial where yeah. Pat squirting the ketchup oh, and yeah. Rodgers over here talking. Yeah, Pat'd be like, Oh, you remember that commercial? He's he thought that was playing around and and he was yeah. over there playing around and squirting all the ketchup yeah. while Man, Aaron gets the Rodgers hmm. rate line. Okay, Right, I love sure. that though. That's what makes incredible athletes that they just are competitive. Everything is a competition. Everything is, you know, they have to be the best. It's not even just the best. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. But I love that about athletes. The gritty, competitive, just by nature, just the personality about it. I love that. But even so, I've never seen Aaron Rodgers have that same look in his eye that like Patrick's had it. And that may be because I'm a Chiefs fan, but like it may be because Patrick's just different. Yeah, like y'all are talking about, but still, he's Aaron Rodgers seems like one of those guys that's content being great, even if his team doesn't win. He seems like he's content being great as long as his team respects him, and the and the, and the Packers don't seem like they respect him very much. Like especially Matt Lafleur, uh, it doesn't seem <laughs> like he respect him very much. Um, uh, from the text line from the seven eight five, uh, he <laughs> he brings up that. Eric Bieniemy put it perfectly, didn't he? And he called Patrick a competitive. And I'm not sure we can say that word, so I'm not going to say so. that word. <laughs> but I mean, I agree. It's, he's a he's very competitive. Oh yeah, no, and and you know, it, it was it was actually a, a moment of very rare transparency from, from the, the Chiefs, mm-hmm. from EB and the Chiefs, because Chiefs usually don't like to give too much as far as uh, as like big, you know, quotable sound bites. Uh, but he he did go out and 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 make a good point that. Good description there. Uh, he's very words. and and I, we've talked about this before. We we can see we can see that Mahomes has a little petty. He has a little cocky in him. 
He he's you like you don't get to be where you are in the speed without in which he did it without having that. Yeah, and he, you can tell he's got a little bit in him. Like he's, I mean, he's not like at the level that Jordan was. Not even close. Where he's like trying to Maybe fight guys. Maybe he's gonna guys. get there eventually. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, he's not, not, not at close, that point. He's but, not built like that. But he's. He's got a little bit in him. And maybe as he gets older, he'll get more of it. Because, you know, the more you win, the more you want to win more. So it could be a situation where eventually it pushes him to be even more like that as he gets older. But right now, at least it's it's at a tolerable level. <laughs> I think that that's going to be something that's going to push him. He's He'll surpass Brady, I think, as far as competitiveness goes. And you know... Brady is at that Jordan level where he'll he'll yell at his teammates. Uh, you know, Mahomes is more positive reinforcement type guy, mm-hmm. but uh, I I think that he'll get to a point where maybe he's a little bit more fiery because he knows he can be that way. But you know, it also helps that you got you got um, Andy Reid. Andy Reid is the the players coach yeah. trying to get everyone involved the right way. So, you know, maybe that, that it won't be as much, but I, I think that he's going to get a little bit more cocky, a little bit more petty as he gets older. Hey, did you <laughs> speaking of petty, did you see on uh, Twitter earlier, um, Damian Lillard's releasing a new colorway for his, I think it was a Dame seven, I think Aww. is the, is the new issue. And he released it in Oklahoma city thunder colors and uh, it has the stat line for the, the game-clinching game from Aww. the playoffs a couple years ago. Oh, that's like my favorite player. Yeah. It is like, I think it's like 50 points, like seven boards and, and six assists it's or something like that. It's on the shoe? It's, it's in the shoe. It's the in colorway it. for okay. the Thunder. And in the, I think in the soul, it oh, has gosh. the stat line from that game. Remember when he hit the shot? He hit the mm-hmm. game-winning shot, and he's just looking all stoic at the mic, right. like Game's straight on. up OG into the into the camera while every one of his teammates is celebrating with him. Yeah. Like that, like that was that's the kind of petty that I could see Mahomes reaching uh, at, at at once he really starts to to get. He just into released this. a shoe. Not the I don't believe it has any statistics on the shoe. <laughs> We'll confirm and get back to maybe you. He'll, maybe he'll, he'll, it'll have like a 10 for his draft position. <laughs> nah, it's black and gold Adidas. I'm not going to lie. It's nice looking. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. I would rock it. He needs to get like a signature shoe, not just like a color. He needs to get like a real like signature shoe. Check out the uh, their it, Adidas. I don't know. The, the, yeah, he needs, to, he needs to get his own signature shoe. I, oh. I, would, I would cop it. <laughs> well, the fifth matchup of Brady Mahomes is bound to be exciting. Clearly, we're pulling for Mahomes. When we come back, we know him as the Cheetah. We're also talking why he is one of the greatest weapons in the NFL. Championship Rewind continues with Uno Cero, Rocco, and Jillian. We are uh, happy you're waking up listening to 610. And uh, we've been up for a little while, I would say, since yesterday morning. I so took a, I took a nap speak for during yourself. the NFC Championship game. But otherwise, I've been up since 6. Rocco, nap time. I was trying to stay awake for the I stay awake for the whole championship game despite wanting a nap. And then, yeah, <laughs> right after the Chiefs, I was out. I was big out. I almost, I almost thought about doing that, but I was like, mm. I couldn't do it. If I go take a nap, I will be more tired when I wake up. So yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to affect my performance tonight. <laughs> I'm just pressing buttons, so it's a little <laughs> different for me. Yeah. 
Well, as promised, we are talking about the one and only number 10 on the Chiefs offense, uh, Tyreek Hill. Incredible. Better known as the Cheetah. Uh, I'm not sure if you saw his latest TikTok. The guy is hilarious. No, I haven't seen his TikTok. You got to check it out. I, I watch. I he's see a giant his, kid. He's I so funny. I see his YouTube videos. He's got a, he's oh. got a pretty good. It's, it's really well done. Uh, he does a lot of blogs on there. Okay. So his YouTube channel is really good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'll check that out. And obviously, he's a good Twitter follow. Oh, he's like, hilarious. The chemistry that he and, his, he and his teammates have is great. The thing they've been doing the last um, the last few weeks, last mm-hmm. few months or so, where they like take old pictures the of their teammates. Most embarrassing throwback yeah, you can find. Yeah, it is hilarious. And Make I it love, your profile picture. Yeah, I love I love how they all do that. And yeah, they're fun. You know, Tyreek has been one of the guys at the forefront of that. He he's definitely a great follow on social media. You know, he's wild and he is uh, has his ups and downs. But this game, um, as almost every other game this year, he was on fire. Uh, they call him the cheetah for a reason. So just looking at one of the many write-ups and statistics on him for for last night's match in the AFC Championship victory, 71-yard gain, hit a top speed of 70. 70. I was about to say. It's 4 a.m. Really get it together. <laughs> he is a cheetah. No, he hit a top speed of 20.76 miles per hour. Traveled a total distance of 102.5 yards. The guy is just darting all over the place at will. Did you see where he caught it? He turned around quick and just turned on a dime. Just barely couldn't get his momentum back, and he slipped out of bounds super quick. But he had that guy shook. He is just on another level with his speed, his pace, his acceleration. It's insane. Yeah, and and here's here's the the play they had. He had a, a very very long run in that second yards, half. Yeah, yeah. Here's here is the uh, one of the big plays that helped really kind of spur the Chiefs to be able to maintain their lead in the game. Buffalo showing a little more pressure at the line of scrimmage and trying to reroute receivers with a single high safety. Going to throw a slant, caught 35 yard line. Juke move, Tyreek Hill, 45, 50-yard line, cuts it back, look out, 40, 35, 30, Cheetah at full speed, 10 to the 5-yard line. If you play impress, the Cheetah will run you all the way around the earth. It's a 71-yard pass play to the Cheetah on a quick slant. And he was really effective at that the whole game, yeah. where he just catches these Catch short passes in space. And he's so hard to defend because... If you, you try to press him at the line of scrimmage, he's going to go deep on you. Mm-hmm. If you try to play off, he's just they're just going to throw underneath, and then you have to try to tackle him in space. And he's so fast and so agile that it's really hard to get a get a handle on how to stop him. Like it's it, it's one of the most fun. Th- he's in my opinion, besides Mahomes, the most fun player to watch in this team because every time he touches the football, you're just amazed at what crazy things he's going to do. Exactly. You don't know in what he's space. Do. You don't know what he's going to do. No. And and that's one of the things like this play here and you he ran so many yards across the field. Exactly. And it, he kind of ran out of gas at the end and, and got tackled by a couple of guys. But, you know, and then after the play, he was like laying there trying to catch his breath and then he was on the sidelines uh for a few plays trying to trying to get his get his breath back. But it it's just crazy how you got a guy like him who, as soon as he touches the ball, uh, he can just do whatever he wants with it. He can just as you give him any kind of space. He dodges a tackler or two, and he's a home run hitter every time. Mm-hmm. And it's just having a guy like him is really scary because he doesn't have to run like a traditional route tree or run all these complicated routes to get open. 
he's always open pretty much unless you're doubling him and they're having him run deep and you just got bracket coverage top bottom. That's the really only way he's, he's ever really covered. If they have him run short routes um, and the guys are, 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 are playing soft coverage so they don't get burned. Well, then you're going to be able to take advantage of that. And he's going to be able to break one. Um, I'll, I will say this. Andy Reid's done a great job with scheming him mm-hmm. because last year teams were doubling him, you know, hitting him with that bracket coverage and it was taking him out of a lot of games. But this year he's been effective all year long because they've used him differently yeah. and they've let him be a short yardage guy. And when he's so effective at that, Teams kind of have to make a decision. Okay, do I want, I want to risk it and maybe see if I can press him at the line and slow him down some, and that way we don't give up the short stuff, and then maybe he ends up taking something deep, or do we continue to let him kill us from underneath? It's it's kind of a it's a tough dilemma for a defensive coordinator, certainly because you don't know how to stop. Yeah, the versatility he brings is absolutely insane. But by the way, can we just remember just how much of a gift Mitch Holtis is to the Chiefs' kingdom? That call, he's so great. Just that call right there, I felt like I was back. I felt like I was at the game. I wasn't even at the game last night, but I felt like I was there watching him. He is so incredible and colorful and descriptive and just ah, I love it. Have y'all ever done play by play before? No, but it's. I know it's hard. Yeah, I used to I do it, and boy, look, look, you got to plan some of those things ahead of time. And just Mitch can't have all that in his head because he oh, has no, something for every situation. Incredible. Every oh man, he's a, he's a, a national treasure. He should have a statue outside of Arrowhead at some I, point. A gift to the kingdom, and I hope that he does one day. I hope he does I, too. For I real. think that's warranted. But coming back to Tyreek Hill, question: Does his speed outweigh or mask his receiver ability? His hands. I think it overshadows, and this. Chiefs pass defense, I know statistically looks mediocre, but they, they force a lot of turnovers and, and they don't allow deep passes at all. And if they, if they live up to that moniker in the game against the Bucs, it's going to be a hard time for the, for the, for the Bucs to be able to, to beat them and hold the Chiefs from their second straight title. It's going to be a story to remember, that's for sure. Tom Brady moves down to Tampa Bay and gets himself and his team to the Super Bowl. And Mahomes... Brings his team back to the Super Bowl. I mean, the storyline, there are so many. Obviously, Mahomes Brady is the big one. Um, can Andy Reid get number two, two years in a row? The story goes on. Uh, this is the matchup I wanted because I wanted Mahomes to get that, that final victory over over uh, Brady, Brady that he didn't get in the AFC Championship game. That was the torch getting handed off. Now the torch can finally be handed off. No questions asked to me. This is a sexy one. This is the sexy matchup that, that the NFL wanted. Oh, like, yeah. Roger Goodell's loving this. I still wanted, I wanted the Packers. I wanted the Super I really Bowl did. one. I wanted I the did. Super Bowl Recreate one. Do you all feel better about the Buccaneers against the Chiefs than the, than the Packers? I actually felt a little bit better about the Packers. Did you? But, I mean, I don't. I'm not, I don't really fear the Bucs. Like, I feel like, I mean, the Bucs are a good team, and they can beat the Chiefs for sure. Yeah. But if the Chiefs play their game, and it was funny, you know, they talked about it. You know, Patrick Mahomes said it after the game. If we play our game, we don't think anybody can beat us. I think he's 100% right. If the Chiefs play their game, I don't know who's beating them. But that's the thing that the Chiefs have failed to do is the Chiefs have beat themselves in the past. And so it's they have to come show up, do their thing, play to their potential, play their full game you know, and, and get it done. So that is the, uh, the variable I, I think, but yeah. So now we are, uh, coming to a close of the show here. Four hours in. Dang, we did it. Y'all Kansas city repeat AFC champs. We crushed it for four hours. We thank you for tuning in, but keep it locked because all day long, 
from right now, the Run It Back show with Dusty and, and Pete Sweeney. Pete Sweeney. Fesco in the morning. Got Kling Kling is going to tell you everything that happened on that sideline there. DJ as, makes an appearance. Mm-hmm. And then you obviously got Bill Moss coming up at 11, Cody and Gold. Lots of uh, opportunities to win some good swag, some good prizes. Patrick Mahomes, 215 to drive. We appreciate you tuning in for the Championship Rewind. Catch us. uh, Follow us on Twitter. We are coming back. Yes. We're making a comeback. (laughs) So check us out. But thank you so much. Have a wonderful Victory Monday. We're out. Chiefs fans, we're going to hook you up in style for the big game coming up on February 7th. Be listening each weekday at 11.35 and 11.50 for your chance to qualify for a customized big game jersey, hoodie, and hat, plus a replica commemorative coin from the championship game. Just follow us on Twitter at Cody B. Tap and Alex Gold so you can see what you'll win because gold this gear is pretty sweet. One step away from running it back, KC. Tune in weekdays at 11.35 and 11.50. Only on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.